welcome to mind freedom podcast uh, maybe introduce yourself a bit yeah sure uh, my name is umesh and i live in delhi i am 22 years old and i just uh, completed my bachelor's blah 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 uh, right now i'm interested uh, very passionate about uh, learning psychology and behavior so i'm preparing for a master's in psychology so okay. yeah that's about it about myself psychology you applied for psychology right the other yeah, day we were talking about yeah in which university du yeah i i did apply for du and uh, there is another university called ambedkar university uh, in new delhi uh-huh. itself yeah okay so what got you into psychology and stuff like that <laughs> like i know it's, it's popular and all in 2020 yeah and i know it's popular so. and uh, i think uh, now nowadays more and more people are getting interested in psychology even hmm. you know uh, when i was uh, i was coming back from my uh, entrance exam uh, there was I, hmm. i was talking to this girl and she asked me like uh, you are from chemistry background and why are you applying for psychology now so i told hmm. her uh, i'm is is just my interest so she she got very uh, you know uh, uh, i would say offended no not offended but she got uh, a little surprised she was like oh uh, psychology is uh, just not about the interest it's, it has a lot of theory and once you will get okay. in the in the program you will find it very boring and blah blah, blah. so hmm. i was i was like yeah there is a, a, a little stigma around the people who are interested quote and quote in psychology but yeah uh what got mm. me interested is like uh, uh the basic behavior like uh, so uh, i come from a family uh, where addiction is very common place right uh, it runs through okay. my family and uh, mm. even i i was showing a lot of uh, addictive uh, uh, behavior in my uh, early early years uh, so so i was uh, when i was uh, battling that uh, behavior so that got that's what uh, got me interested in psychology uh, why is this happening what can i do to stop this right yeah so what, what type of addiction in particular if you uh, are comfortable most so uh, i never got addict, addicted to any drug or any cigarette smoking kind of thing mm-hmm. although in mm-hmm. my family i have seen a lot of uh, people my uncles and you know uh, other okay. cousins that uh, <laughs> who are uh, uh, like who are um, i mean who have a problem with alcohol or smoking so i haven't had mm-hmm. that problem uh, any any time in my life but yeah my addiction was uh, in the early years basically i was very into watching tv right i used to watch 8 hours 9 hours straight uh, uh-huh. watching I tv in the night yeah yeah so I- that that got me started in this uh, behavior so when then when i got uh, in, uh, introduced to porn so that also mm. switched a switched a switch inside me and that also i think yeah. <laughs> i although i wouldn't say i was addicted but yeah i was a lot dependent on on it yeah mm. so and and sleeping mm-hmm. so so this is a loop right i wouldn't say i was yeah, addicted yeah. to one thing but uh, i was addicted to that uh, escape right so that mm. uh, it, so yeah it it becomes a loop eventually like Yeah, yeah if yeah. you if you if you if you masturbate or like watching porn then after after masturbating you will eventually sleep for yeah so <laughs> yeah it's it's a constant no loop right yeah yeah it's a yeah, constant loop and, and there is there is uh, there's so much free time uh, in my uh, when i was in you know uh, in class 10 and 11th there was such such a mm-hmm. long free time and 
I didn't have a smartphone that uh, that time, but I used to have access to porn, but I didn't know uh, what I was getting myself into, right? Because nowadays mm. I've seen people uh, as early as 14 or 15, they know uh, the you yeah. know, the downsides of porn. I didn't uh, mm. know that because I didn't have any yeah. internet. Right? Yeah. Exactly. In in our yeah. times, we didn't know what we are getting. Our yeah, we <laughs> only had porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, on on that time, like when we were sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, mm. we didn't know about no fab or something like that, right? Huh. So uh, mm. I didn't know about no fab uh, as long uh, uh, as long as I was uh, I know uh, nineteen twenty. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when I, ha- I got an access to uh, a-, a smartphone, right? Uh, I didn't yeah. have a smartphone until I was nineteen. So, mm. uh, so that's so when I had a smartphone, th- that's the time I think I got introduced to the nofap concept, and th- that's uh, when I learned that I had to, you know, learn to modify this behavior, otherwise uh, I'll end up in a very bad situation. Mm, exactly same same happened with me i think mm. i got to know about nofap like when i got a smartphone like mm-hmm. uh, till then till then i was so addicted to porn <laughs> i mean it, it's it's hard to get out so as soon as i got my smartphone i tried to look up for ways to get rid of porn uh, and yeah. masturbation mm. then i came across the word nofap so mm-hmm. and eventually i searched i i delved dive into it I did some research on my own and then I knew something like that exists. People are doing mm-hmm. something that is mm-hmm. interesting. And I tried and eventually I got successful. Like it took me some time, but eventually I did it. Yeah, it does take a time, uh, a long time sometimes because there's a lot of fluff, right? There is too much of a mm-hmm. cult-like thing going on in the NoFap community, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. the problem is uh, they focus on too much on the nofap side. They don't focus that much on uh, very, very few people uh, talk about the things that you should be doing, right? Most of the people mm. in nofap community are into things you should, shouldn't be doing, right? Uh, not watching, yeah, porn, not checking off, but very mm. less people are, you know, will tell you what to do now, now that you have such a long free time and so much mm. energy to, you know, uh, cultivate mm-hmm. now you don't know what, what to do, to do uh, mm-hmm. because you never did anything <laughs> other than watching porn so that was very confusing it's not time to do it so sometimes that takes a long time ki haan, productivity bhi kuch hoti hai, organizing bhi kuch hota hai. you know mm-hmm. and developing skills there's a thing called developing skills and whatnot so that I mm-hmm. think uh, took a lot of time but now it's uh, I think it's good so yeah. uh, how did you how did you get out of addictive behaviors of yours like any particular ritual type of thing or you just did well, it? I wouldn't say there is a ritual. I'm I'm uh, to be honest, I'm still very prone to you know I I have still have a very addictive personality because hmm. that's why I'm very careful what I when I what I have on my phone or what I do in my day to day activity right because. Hmm. Uh, I have, there's a two personality types, right? There's a mo- moderator, there's an abstainer. The mm-hmm. abstainer people, like they, yeah. The abstainer people can, they, they have only two choices. They can either delve into it uh, obsessively or they can, mm. they have to eliminate it altogether, right? 
they don't have a middle yeah. ground like moderators do moderators can have it in moderation so i have a, mm. i have an abstinent personality so so i have to uh, be in check basically i have to be aware basically mindful yeah mindfulness right i have to okay. be mindful and i have to be an observant kind of uh, person ki if i am doing something why am i doing it uh, and it, is it is it uh, good for me in the long run is it bad for me mm-hmm. so that's what mm-hmm. uh, helps me a lot uh, and and basically uh, uh um documenting it right i have a app okay. i have an app most people okay. don't work with uh, good with apps uh, they they're good right. at on pen and paper uh, mm-hmm. but yeah basically document ki ha today i i was uh, good today i wasn't feeling very well or i was you know doing the stuff that i shouldn't be doing so when you mm. document it you can have a bigger picture of your behavior and then you can okay. uh, you know regulate it and modify it yeah so uh, so like with me i don't face this problem i ever mm-hmm. since i did this no fab thing so mm-hmm. i i got to i i got to manage myself like mm-hmm. i didn't fab for like 6 months or so mm. it's uh, in 2017 or 2016 i think yeah after true. i gave my yeah after after i gave my boards 10th board mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i i wasn't fapping okay from december like i was i was focused on studying and getting marks because exams are coming so really? i i managed to um, continue this like mm-hmm. till june june or july mm-hmm. then then yeah, i thought Mm-hmm. Hmm. then that eventually led me to understand one thing like mm-hmm. i can like after that after i uh, completed my 6 months that was my aim mm-hmm. okay let's do it for 6 mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. i wanted to see what happens it was just an experiment for me mm-hmm. so after after i did that uh, a new new thing developed inside me it's like i i don't get addicted to anything anymore like if i do drugs or if i do smoke or weed or anything alcohol yeah. Yeah. i don't get addicted that's that's a very good thing about me <laughs> that i like because uh, after 10th i took admission in engineering okay and yeah. <laughs> you know what you know what happens in the <laughs> hostel <I do>. yes <laughs> so <laughs> so i i tried everything okay mm, okay i tried yeah. uh, yes everything i did mm. but the so you didn't get it, i didn't get yeah then i i realized something like it's so it's so absurd means people are getting addicted here my friends and all are getting addicted then why mm-hmm. am i not getting this thing uh-huh. so the thing i re- the thing i realized is i was mindful the whole time yeah yeah like, that helps. like you said mm-hmm. yes i mm-hmm. was mindful the whole time like i was not mm-hmm. doing it for fun i was mindful that i need to take this much and then i need to stop yeah yeah Yeah, yeah that's the key i think because uh, the only i wouldn't say the biggest factor is if you are treating it as an escape uh, mm. if you are treating as then, a you know as a bandaid mm. for because if you yeah. have bigger problems in life and you are treating mm. something like weed or alcohol or smoking or masturbating if you are treating that mm. thing as an escape your mind bound to get you know addicted quote unquote addicted yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. you are more more we are more prone to getting addicted yeah, more to prone things to, like yeah, definitely mm. but if you are mindful about yeah. your other problems if you know that you have mm. other problems to deal with there is a very yeah. uh, little chance to you know uh, mm. get addicted mm. 
that's i think the key everybody should mm. have yeah account yeah. for yeah. and yeah. uh what i was thinking about mm, yeah i i tell my friends now okay i tell mm. everyone who asks me how you don't get addicted if mm. everyone if anyone asks me that question i tell him one thing <laughs> don't mm. do drugs or anything in two conditions mm. when you are sad when you are happy don't do it mm. <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, you have been very new uh, yes yeah when you are happy or sad you are more yeah. prone to get to these things and eventually will develop a habit of drinking when you are sad or happy and it will take yeah uh, not just it will have been said basically any any emotion if you are yeah, suppressing any emotion anymore. with a with a substance mm. or anything then mm. there's a a chance that you will uh, be dependent on it because every time then you have that emotion your brain will say ki ha chalo wo karte hain yeah exactly that's mm-hmm. yes, i think mindfulness is the right way to get out yeah. of addiction i think yeah i think there is a, also a great ted talk by a, a person uh, i don't know i don't remember his name but uh, it's uh, it's a, one of the most viewed ted talk of all times Uh, if anyone okay. listening if anyone listening in uh, interested in uh, watching the tattoo uh, just type uh, you on youtube uh, the best way to break a habit i think it is called uh, and the basic idea is he t- told uh, t- uh, tells about is uh, mindfulness only so yeah okay i think i have i have i have um, came across yeah most likely you have watched it because it's one of the most watched uh, tattoo of all time and the biggest a take away is that basically when you're mindful of the thing you're doing you will for example they took smokers right they took smokers uh, hmm. everyday smokers and they told them uh, okay ki when you smoke you will have to be mindful mindful about the taste mindful about the smell of the tobacco in your mouth and then hmm. you will have to tell what 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 was the experience okay so when the yeah. people when the smokers were mindful about smoking and then they you know uh, uh, took the test about how was their experience most of them uh, told them ki it was such a disgusting taste such a disgusting it, it tastes like shit uh, you know because yeah. it does taste like taste like shit if you if you if you're a smoker yeah. and if you if you really pay attention it doesn't taste really well uh, and yeah. uh, if yeah and it it is the case with mostly anything because if you're yeah. mindful about you know if you're mess, if you're watching your 15th porn video and you're still jerking off if you are mindful you'll find how disgusting you're feeling actually in in the inside so that's how mindfulness yeah. uh, helps <laughs> mm-hmm. it tells you i can mm-hmm. i can relate to it fully mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like uh, i was doing a podcast the other day with a guest his name is akash mm-hmm. kharel okay he's from assam mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about meditation and vipassana mm-hmm. so uh, he was telling me a story about uh, about a about a meditation instructor and a student mm-hmm. okay so the, the, this is very interesting uh, so the one boy came there are two students mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so one boy came the the new boy asked the teacher like teacher can i smoke while i meditate <laughs> so the teacher said no you cannot <laughs> and 
while he was meditating sitting around he saw a boy smoking in the ashram okay okay so so he went to the master and asked why is that boy smoking you allowed him mm. and you are not allowing me he got mm. he got a little angry and questioned this then okay. the master said to him the master said to him and it was, this is very interesting line mm-hmm. the master said you asked me the wrong question you said can i smoke mm. during meditation mm-hmm. so the thing is he was trying to escape that pain mm-hmm. and that void but yeah. the boy who was the other boy who was smoking which the master allowed mm-hmm. he asked he asked can i meditate while i smoke you see you see the difference mm. interesting <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so so we can we can say that uh, that boy was uh, aware yeah, of he was being smoking. mindful about the right. uh, smoking experience mm. yes yeah mm. so that that i felt it pretty interesting the yeah, it is interesting i think mind, yeah meditation is uh, even the new sciences the neuroscience neuroscientists are now recognizing the importance of uh, mindfulness and you know other things uh-huh. that we had in system in our civilization you know thousands of years ago still and they just uh-huh. now yeah, finding out vipassana yeah. and meditation are very old practices right yeah it was yeah. it was de- actually developed developed by buddha himself uh, yeah, it was and it is around 2 to 2500 years at least and it is even said that buddha didn't even invented it he just find found it out you know by his yeah. own practice it was even older so yeah 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 like vipassana is older i think meditation is little a little bit new but vipassana you know vipassana yeah actually i have done a vipassana course actually okay yeah That's vipassana is nothing it's is just a type of meditation vipassana the word mm-hmm. vipassana actually means uh, i think it it means seeing clearly i think seeing, it means yes, seeing clearly like that, yeah yeah, that, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, right. so it's just so a technique you, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's like it's uh, it's more deeper than meditation i would say so, because so i would say it was more you, deeper i would say it is a deeper and more difficult i wouldn't say difficult but it is yeah it, it is a deeper form of meditation there are many types of meditation mm-hmm. we can people can meditate on anything right but yeah, if you are yeah, meditating would, on your sensations of your body then it is called mm-hmm. vipassana mm-hmm. so yes. when did you when did you do the course so my the first vipassana course was in yeah so my first course was in uh, january 2019 okay It's actually did two courses mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. like 10 days right sorry the 10 day course it's yeah it's a 10 day, day course Me, yes actually uh, for mm. for a new student it is a 10 day course but mm. so there are very a lot of progressions right if you can do three 10 day courses and then okay. a one 10 day course of theory then you are eligible mm. to do a 20 day course and if you do another 20 day course then you are eligible for a 30 day course and so like, so the biggest course is like, like 60 days okay Six, like 60 days of isolation okay so it's it's free right the ashram thing is free Yeah it's free and it is mind boggling to me the way they run the things it it is mm. nothing short of you know a miracle because oh my god <laughs> yeah, so it is so hard to run an organization so big on 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 donations mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. 
that's pretty impressive and they never ask you for money people just give it away because yeah hmm. you will feel yeah, like you have you have owed right mm-hmm. they are doing a good cause actually so people will yeah. be eager to donate i think yeah of course so i was also planning to go this year but i think i won't be able to because i have exam so i will go next year i think after i yeah, try try as soon as you can because yeah do it whenever you I can but definitely go. you have you should try it at least once hmm. actually they recommend it planning. once a year when you when you go there hmm. and when you when you are about to leave they actually recommend you to do a course at least once a year so so you went this year also i think actually i went in i went in january 2019 that was my first time and then i went in october 2019 okay in the so, same year yeah mm-hmm. so i think i will go next year after i complete my course yeah. in yeah. july i think please please i'm interested in going because i, I one thing is i love solitude okay from my childhood yeah I then it's the best place to for you hmm. and i want to take it to another step <laughs> like full solitude yeah, sure. for 10 days do it please hmm. yeah so hmm. so what are you talking about yeah addiction and all hmm. so yeah. mindfulness and so you you meditate well uh well the vipassana people actually recommend you 2 hours of daily meditation so i hmm. i haven't been able to maintain that but uh, here and there i i do find at least 10 to 20 minutes daily somehow so if you, if i can't meditate then i meditate while i'm running right so that's because yeah, it is uh, for me it is very hard to follow a habit because mm-hmm. meditation can feel difficult and tiring sometimes but yes i try to yeah. meditate at least uh, four or five times a week but okay. uh, no, I, yeah yeah i also try to meditate daily but i mm. couldn't keep up with it at least i i do like five to four times 20 minutes mm-hmm. a day daily and i also mm-hmm. journal sometimes if i feel mm-hmm. cluttered in my head i write it down and it helps a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. so uh yeah where where we mm. Do you want to know a fascinating thing about meditation, by the way? What? Uh, uh, well, actually, I was... Uh, yeah, so there is a course uh, on Coursera. It is called Science okay. of Wellbeing, right? It is it is a Science course of- by a psychologist. Science of Wellbeing hmm. on Coursera. Okay. It's a free course and it is taught by... There's a psychologist. Uh, she, her name is Laurie Santos. She is from Yale University. And it is basically a course on happiness. Have- Hmm, I have yeah. heard the name. I think I have heard the name. Yeah, you must have because uh, during the lockdown, it it became one of the number one courses in Coursera because uh, it is basically focused on happiness, but they also introduce the science of it, right? Ki how it oh, how oh, can yeah, you yeah, I, I how can yeah. you achieve it hmm. scientifically? So hmm. when they get to the part of meditation. earlier i was doing meditation i didn't know the mechanism of it right the how it affects the brain in its a uh, hmm. true form so that was very okay. fascinating because what they told is ki uh, they told that there is a there is a network in our brain they, so hmm. there are multiple networks right 
uh, of neurons so there is a hmm. specific network it's called the default mode network right default mode the network default okay. yeah so why is it called default mode network is basically because because when you are sitting okay when uh, imagine you are sitting uh, ideally you are doing nothing right hmm. you are doing nothing you are not meditating you are not writing you just sitting so what your hmm. brain does it activates your default mode network and the default network mode network is basically associated with a number of things so one of the things is basically it helps you to think in past or in future right so the ability so my ability to think myself or anything in the past hmm. ki that happened that happened in the past right so that ability comes okay. from this this network only default mode network and what i can okay. think in future right what i will do this i will do this uh, maybe i wish this will happen i wish this will not happen so this this yeah. thinking this forward and backward thinking which only humans mm. can do at uh, as mm. far as we know is is uh, yeah. curated by the default mode network okay and this okay. this network itself is also uh, responsible for our perception of time right So the the way we, the way we perceive time is uh, facilitated mm. by this network, and also the the sense of self, right? What you call mm. yourself uh, that this is Abhishek, this is Umesh, this is X Y Z. This is also facilitated by this network, right? So there is there okay. the very one of the most three important things are facilitated by this network. But sometimes mm. this network gets in our way to mm. you know to be in the present because. whenever this network is uh, activated you're either thinking about the f- future or you're thinking about the past basically v- the phenomena mind wandering right when you're doing something mm. and your mind wanders away so that mm. phenomena happens to this network right so what happened okay. is ki when they observe the minds in of very experienced meditators right the meditators mm. who have done 10 to 20000 hours of meditation in their life what mm. what they did is uh, they they put put them in mri machines and they expected hmm. some increased brain activity right they thought okay. ki uh, meditators will have increased brain activity because they are more focused and more what not right but what they found yeah. out was ki they had decreased brain activity from an average person and decrease uh, not just in in any network decrease in the hmm. uh, in the default mode network itself so a meditator meditator when he mm. meditates the need mm. of thinking in the past or future because meditation requires you to think in the present right so what it does yeah. uh, is uh, it lets you uh, deactivate not deactivate but just suppress the default mode network and when it gets suppressed your ability mm. to think in the present to think about the world without thinking about yourself your ego right so basically your uh-huh. ego and your sense of uh, you know thinking in past and future it dissolves uh-huh. a little bit so that's what i was uh, very fascinated by because uh, by just meditating meditating you are you are letting your brain to you know uh, do this uh, detox of kind of a thing and this uh-huh. is observed in many things right whenever when an athlete athlete is performing his his uh, default mode network also gets suppressed and right you know when someone is having sex also this uh, network yeah. is very suppressed but when you're doing some focus stuff this network 
uh, gets in the way of you doing things because it doesn't let you it, it doesn't let your brain to connect itself to mm-hmm. in to ways that to, you can yeah mm-hmm. basically effectively yeah mm. yeah it's it's, hard, it's really hard to stay in the present moment when you meditate it's like yeah. your brain doesn't doesn't want to yeah your brain doesn't like, actually want to because your brain thinks if he this guy thinks in the present always how will he mm. survive how will he think about the food how will he think mm. about the relationships but at at mm. some point you will have to be in present because all the anxiety all the you know uh mm, like like i think that happened to you happen huh. the biggest factor is this network only because right uh, there they have they have people the people in the scientific community have observed that some people hmm. who are more prone to depression who are more anxious they have increased yeah. activity in their default mode network so they have they have hmm. a you know a, how, how would i say an intense default mode network so for okay. them i think meditation is the biggest uh, weapon they have uh, like yeah. I, i have observed in myself mm-hmm. um, i i have been meditating for a two years i think now mm-hmm. almost two years okay it's uh, it will complete two years and i don't but in, in the initial stage i have i used to meditate daily mm-hmm. but now i i do like alternative days or mm-hmm. two to three times a week okay okay the thing the thing i realized is uh, eventually mm-hmm. eventually you develop a what is called a developer feeling like uh you you lose the you lose the process of identifying yourself to things hmm like you yes. stop identifying with your feelings with your emotions yes 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 doesn't affect you anymore yes like it's like you see the you see the grander grander motive of life yes and that's just because of the ego part right the ego Yeah. but uh, it dis- the meditation dissolves your ego it doesn't dissolve it but it mm. suppresses it like the me myself i me myself mm. i yeah. this narrative gets weaker and to some extent it is very necessary to think uh, about the world without you being in it so that you can be mm. less biased and you can be more compassionate of other people and you can think about exactly. the bigger picture yeah mm. right so Yeah, it helps a lot, and I I promote meditation. Yes. I I tell it to everybody. Just do meditate like one minute a day. It will be like start with one minute a day because I know how hard it is to sit. Yeah, it does. Uh, but my approach is a little bit different. Uh, earlier I did. I also used to tell everyone about it, but now I hmm. uh, I think uh, I'm thinking that um, most people think it that. Uh, It's what happened is it. what happened is people think it is a panacea right they think it will cure everything uh-huh. and they are uh-huh. most people think that it is overrated well maybe it is overrated uh, but i think my thing what my thinking the is the problem yeah. is the problem yeah. is it's overrated because the youtube space or the influencers the fake gurus yeah. Are, yeah, yeah 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 so so, so in my, a very different Yeah, they are telling a different part of the story, which is yeah. not the exact thing. Yeah. Right. So my thinking is eventually, uh, yeah, if you if you accumulate enough 
enough uh, enough suffering quote and quote suffering then you will uh, automatically will be drawn towards meditation you you won't have uh, to depend on anyone telling you to meditate will automatically bring, be drawn towards it i think that's what i think yeah it just yeah, like the moment when i like 3 uh, years from now in mm-hmm. 2017 mm-hmm. i fucked up in a bad in a bad relationship okay mm-hmm. i fucked up my relationship with my parents my studies i had to drop out for one year mm-hmm. so what i did is i was very depressed that time like i went for straight up depression for 6 months 9 months like that then in october or november i think after durga puja i remember this thing because it was so distinct <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. i thought it's it's enough enough of this bullshit i i haven't been doing mm-hmm. anything like productive for the last 6 mm-hmm. months 7 months and mm-hmm. if i continue like this i'm going to mm-hmm. be i'll i'll end up in a very bad place mm-hmm. so i figured out uh what i i i wrote down every problem i have like i sat down one day and mm-hmm. i wrote down everything every thoughts every emotions like mm-hmm. i wrote because this this is this thought is coming because this happened to me or i am identifying yeah. myself with this yeah so i wrote everything down and it eventually helped me to realize one thing that most of the things i am bothered about doesn't matter yeah like i like i i i broke up like four years of four months six months ago mm-hmm. like from that period of time world mm-hmm. has moved on so much nobody even remembers what mm-hmm. happened why the fuck are you bothered mm-hmm. about like yeah, get your think... shit together and mm-hmm. yeah and it helped me then i started meditating because i want to calm down my emotions first of all yeah and it helped and here i am now talking to you in this podcast. yeah that's great man <laughs> yeah i think what meditation like does in a in a great way i think it uh, it helps you zoom out basically and when mm, when you yeah. zoom out and you realize how exactly. how how pity and how insignificant mm. your problems are when you think the mm. world is suffering in such a bad way and you're uh, you know you you're lamenting about uh, shit that even that will not even matter in a few months right you yeah, exactly. you said about things that will not that you will forget in a month or two so that yeah, does yeah. help in meditating uh like most like earlier i used to think like mm-hmm. i uh, my heart is broken i'm sad i'm depressed mm-hmm. this only happens with me mm-hmm. then i realized mm-hmm. you are not the only one who is yeah. going through this shit yeah Everybody and this is this is what this stoic shit. this is what stoicism is about right uh this yeah. these are the biggest biggest two principles of stoicism basically what you do is you visualize there is a thing called i think it is called negative visualization mm-hmm. what you yeah, just yeah, describe is negative sometimes. visualization right he yeah, yeah. Uh, think about the negative aspects you could have or the negative aspects the world has and then you think mm. about your problem it will most likely will you know you won't get a solution but you will realize that this is not that hard of a problem you can deal with it with enough courage and like, on also the second we, phenomena also the zoom out effect you can zoom mm-hmm. out and look at mm-hmm. the world from a bigger perspective yeah like the moment you realize that your problems are not big as you think 
yeah, you will eventually then, then, you will eventually look outward right yeah you will when there are more fish be- told them yeah, yeah. Hmm. there yeah. are more become problems than your breakup route <laughs> what the yeah. fuck are you saying to yourself yeah. get out yeah. yeah that's like when when we become depressed or sad or anything yeah. uh, we we'll, we we make a bubble around ourselves and we look inward yeah. that bubble that bubble yeah. doesn't allow us to see out outside of our own uh what is called our own ego or um what is the term called i forgot whatever but <clears throat> you have to break that bubble and meditation helps to break that bubble yeah it does man i think it does hmm so okay let's hmm, let's talk about other things related to addiction and stuff like yeah, sure. uh, do you want to talk uh, about no fap and something like that like little yeah, bit of yeah actually your... we did talk about no fap uh, i think enough uh, yeah, but uh, right now what mm-hmm. i am interested in there is a thing called uh, have, you, have you have you heard about psych- psychedelic assisted psychotherapy yeah 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 no no Psych- i have i have heard i have heard the term psychedelics uh, separately and psychotherapy separately so wait, yeah. for the general audience for the general audience let's tell what psychedelic is yeah i would i, I will tell okay so psychedelics are basically a class of drugs right and what these drugs are matlab mm-hmm. the the three most most common uh, psychedelic drugs are lsd dmt and psilocybin right Oh, oh, so basically that, yeah. yeah psilocybin is the active ingredient in ma- magic mushrooms right mm-hmm. so what these uh, i will i will so this is uh, i will tell it in an easy way so what i just described mm. uh, in the meditation part right the default mode network so how mm. how meditation and psychedelics are connected i find it very fascinating because uh, when i told you that uh, experienced meditators have a hmm. have a suppressed default mode network right okay in an mri scan they will show a very suppressed uh, default mode network the network that hmm. you know makes your mind wander and makes you feel anxious and depressed and what not so right right so what i find uh, very fascinating about the psychedelics is they have the exact if not exact a very similar effect to Hmm. what an experienced meditator has basically when they okay. compare yeah yeah that's so, interesting hmm. yeah it, it is because uh, when we when we think about psychedelic experience what we have shown in the films is that when a guy takes hmm. uh, takes a acid or any other psychedelics he will say hmm. he will see images distortions hallucinations colors mm-hmm. shapes vibrations but perception Mm. yeah yeah so what the scientist thought ki yaar they are uh, thinking in uh, they are seeing so many things so they must have increased brain activity right they must have increased yeah. brain activity in their uh, selective brain right, regions right. which are uh, which are responsible for vision right but mm. they were so wrong when they when they checked in the mri uh, 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 of uh, i think it was lsd they they took a okay. guy who, who was in the mid, mid of his essay trip and he was seeing visions mm. and what not the colors and what not so they saw mm. that 
the exact mode that I talked about, the default mode network, uh, huh. is suppressed. And it is suppressed to such an extent uh, that it is comparable to a person who has done thousand and thousand hours of meditation in his life. So that's uh, okay. what very, very fascinated me. So what the thing hmm. is, ki, there is a, there is a um, neurotransmitter called serotonin, right? If you, hmm. you have heard about dopamine, there is also called, there's mm, a, yeah. also a neurotrans multiple uh, neurotransmitters are there, right? Dopamine, serotonin, yeah. oxytocin, and whatnot, endorphins. Mm. So there is a specific one called uh, serotonin, right? And serotonin basically yeah. uh, is responsible for our well, not uh, even the science doesn't know the all the function it has, but it is mostly mm. deals with in your mood, how you're feeling right now, and the feeling mm-hmm. of satisfaction, right? The feeling of satisfaction mm. doesn't come from dopamine. It comes from serotonin. When you do a task okay. and you feel satisfied, right? You don't feel pleasurable, mm. but you feel satisfied. So that that is responsible. That is uh, catered to by serotonin. So these okay. uh, these three psychedelics, what they do is mm. they there is a there is a receptor called 5-HT2A receptor in our brain, right? Mm. 5-hydroxytryptamine receptor. Okay. Okay. So that receptor is usually get binded by serotonin because serotonin is a tryptamine class of chemical serotonin okay. if you have if you see the ipac name of serotonin it is a tryptamine mm. right so these three okay. drugs are all tryptamines too so if you look at mm. lsd and dmt and psilocybin and if you compare mm. it the structure with serotonin they are more or less similar with uh, two or three atoms difference at, at most they're very similar and they bind with the okay. same receptor that serotonin does, right? So when they do, mm. what happens is a lot of things happen, but mostly it, what happens is the default mode network. So the def- mm. default mode network acts as a filter, right? It acts as a filter to your brain. Mm. It, it, it regulates and deregulates the amount of information your brain is getting, right? Okay. Because your brain can process only so much information. And your brain is hmm. optimized to get only that information which is essential for the survival and essential for okay. the day-to-day task, right? Okay. So when these psychedelics get activated in your brain, they hmm. deactivate the default mode network and thereby they destroy the filter for some time. Not destroy, they, they uh, weaken the filter, right? They weaken okay. the filter of your brain and you get more information basically you see more colors you see more patterns you will see more of the world when you are Mm. under the influence of these psychedelics right and you will be more in present because the mechanism is basically same for meditation and psychedelics right so So, uh, these drugs uh, actually um, lower down your guards the survival mode guard and it helps you to be in the present moment right that's yes. interesting. Yeah, there's much more to it, but yes, it does. Uh, LSD will def- definitely make you feel much more present. Although you will find yourself in different situations in hallucinations, but yes, hmm. the default med- right. mode networks uh, gets hmm. very suppressed during the effect of these drugs. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. I didn't know this one. Uh, like it suppresses your brain thing, like the drugs. I didn't yeah, even that. I fascinated. I was just very fascinated because 
how meditation the mechanism of meditation mechanism of psychedelics is not very different uh, hmm. so what i talked about is psychedelic uh, assisted therapy right there is a thing going on hmm. in united states and in in a, in a couple of universities in united kingdom as well uh, hmm. there uh, so what are they doing is ki when you are under the influence of these drugs psychedelics hmm. but you are you are very susceptible to suggestions right you become very suggestive so yeah. it will be very mm. easy for a psychotherapist to suggest you something right hypnosis mm. right in a, in an hypnosis state you are very suggestive mm. it will so become easy what the, yeah what the did is mm. so there are a lot of uh, cancer patients in united states right and okay. what they what very few people think about cancer is the anxiety they get the mm-hmm. i'm talking about the terminal ill cancer patients right okay so if if you are a, if you are a person and you have been just told that you are going to die in a few months because of this and this cancer right the the so, level of anxiety is yeah we can't even imagine dude uh, mm. so there's pain and other things associated with cancer that's some other thing but the anxiety that anxiety related to death how will you deal with it how are you going mm. to deal with that in some months you will not be here you will not see your friends you will not see your uh, parents uh, any any family member mm-hmm. you will have they to will not even exist yeah, yeah you know you will cease to exist in a few months how do you deal with that yeah. no for a psychotherapist <laughs> it will be yeah. for a psychotherapist it will it's an impossible job to console someone who is going to die how are you going to console mm. someone if someone goes going to die you can't you can't nothing matters for him now yeah nothing yeah, matters nothing anymore matters. yeah so what they did is what they tried is they administered they it it started with a trial right they they hmm. st- started a trial and this was based on previous research right okay. previous previous research on psychedelics although psychedelic research was banned uh, for at least 40 years in united states uh-huh. that's another issue yeah, I, but this was yeah. this was based on uh, previous studies that psychedelics can help you deal with death anxiety right so what they did is uh-huh. and i will tell you uh, the experience of one guy who had this experience right so what they did is you, they took a person who is terminally ill right he's going to die in few months and they administered uh-huh. uh, psilocybin to him in not in the mushroom uh-huh. form they uh-huh. injected it they they injected the same thing mm-hmm. uh, i came across a twitter feed about psilocybin it being used for depression and something like that yeah man it is being used for so many things and it is crazy even one state in united state has actually decriminalized uh, the possession of psilocybin so that's very okay. fascinating because these drugs mm-hmm. uh, can help you so what i was describing is mm, mm-hmm. they took a person who was terminally ill with cancer okay and they mm. and they gave him they injected him with psilocybin right the active ingredient in mushrooms okay. magic mushrooms mm. and okay they so set and setting are very important the set is basically how is the environment while while you are taking these psychedelics so they have a very okay. soothing environment for the patient they have a mm. have a couch for him they have uh, neon lights like very comforting lights and mm-hmm. they have a at least one psychotherapist with them during the experience right so then mm. later on they can uh, integrate their experience what they experienced during the psychedelic trip so 
how this patient describe his trip is this right so mm. this is after the trip is over right he is describing this to his psycho okay. psychotherapist so what he saw was okay. he in in the in the vision in the hallucination what whatever you can call it he saw mm. is that he is in a he is in a he is attending a funeral right okay that patient he is attending a funeral in his vision Mm-hmm. and whose funeral it is it is it, it is his own funeral that he is attending and oh fuck yeah, yeah yeah and and this is as real as it gets you know you you will feel the experience mm. you get you will it is very different from a dream it feels very very real so so he is on a he is in a funeral funeral and it is his own funeral and everyone is you know dining everyone is eating Hmm. there is a party going on hmm. the funeral party and him and yeah. his friends are eating on a table right they are okay. all eating okay. on a table dining table and hmm. they have an unexpected guest on the table and who's that guest it is <clears throat> and this was very crazy it is death himself you know what his what his brain did was personify death in a form and his death was present on the table and it was also parting with them so so uh his brain uh, solidified uh, personified the concept yes. of death as In a person. person yes and yeah. that person that that death, death. that death was also eating with them yeah. very cheerfully and you know having fun with all his friends and okay. with him so after this yeah. experience he was very okay with him being a terminally ill he with him being dying okay. with him being a person who will not exist yeah. anymore in a few months so that very fascinated mm. me a lot because not many people can help you deal with anxiety related to death right only experienced meditators mm. have a i think i've heard that if you are an experienced meditator you will not fear death at all and what okay. these drugs can do is yeah. they can they can accelerate that process if you are in a Hmm. setting that is suggestive right if you do in it in a party in a in a setting where you are with friends hmm. you will not have this effect you only will you will only have hmm. this effect if you are in a place in your in a setting where this is yeah given to you so that also hmm. is a is a thing but uh, hmm. it is very fascinating that uh, you can decrease the anxiety related to death in people by using these drugs hmm. yeah no it it makes sense actually if you think about it yeah it does man hmm. like because uh, what these drug yeah you say like i have i have heard, yeah i have heard about this on Ay- ayahuasca yeah and ayahuasca I, is I, basically I, uh, uh, it it contains dmt itself right mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's a organic uh, stew type thing like so I yeah have, it's, I, it's a plant basically watching... it is a plant mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was watching a documentary on Netflix. Ayahuasca. Mhm. Yeah, like the name of the documentary is Heal, okay? It's something Heal. spiritual and something like that. Yeah. You you have you must watch it. It's very interesting. Okay. It's about it's about spirituality and something like the scientific term scientifically observing spirituality. Mhm. Okay? Like give which scientific proof and all that. So one of the psychologist or researcher i forgot he was he is pretty famous in us mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. went for ayahuasca experience 
mm-hmm. he want to he want to document his heartbeat his pulses his mm-hmm. brain frequency and all that after mm-hmm. taking ayahuasca mm-hmm. so the thing that fascinates me is uh, when he took ayahuasca mm-hmm. like one of the person uh, one of the person was sitting behind him one tribal mm-hmm. people one woman mm-hmm. i think and mm-hmm. the the researcher was laying his head on her uh, lap okay mm-hmm. so he was in and the doctor was taking the heartbeat reading the pulse reading and all that mm-hmm. and that woman and that woman was tapping him in his shoulder like continuously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a music and he, she is humming a music and tribal music or something like that and she was tapping her she was tapping his shoulder continuously mm-hmm. the entire mm-hmm. time he was in the effect of ayahuasca mm-hmm. and and that person told that um, if you don't tap mm-hmm. like that continuously mm-hmm. then the person who was in effect of ayahuasca will never return to his body again <laughs> that was so horrifying like the woman is tapping because he he will get a sense that he is present in the real world oh, if, okay. if the woman will stop tapping then he will lost in his own brain hmm. like he will he will yeah, never be able to return like he will be dead mm-hmm. that that what she said yeah man it could happen that's why, that's why, is yeah, very that's... very intense it is mm-hmm. because of usual dmt trip will last only uh, an hour or half an hour but if you mm-hmm. take it in the form of ayahuasca it can last up to 6 to 8 hours that is very I, intense i think like i think this drugs and this plants or herbs mm-hmm. they kind of like they you cannot you cannot explain this that shit okay like yeah man something they're trying to interact with us sa- interact it mm-hmm. interact Some, with us basically yeah yeah Someone otherwise why just you you continue i'll i'll go after so you so i was saying why would a plant evolve such a molecule that can cross our blood blood brain barrier and make us see mm-hmm. all these different things why would it why would the plant do it <laughs> like, what is in it for him <laughs> like so you were saying uh, something yeah yeah like i was mm-hmm. saying that mm-hmm. uh this drugs or this plants or anything mm-hmm. i think they kind of they kind of neg- uh, they kind of uh deny the fact that uh we have a consciousness yeah very good is a very deep discussion right it yeah is this, so this is a question right i seen another document about a doctor about a medical mm-hmm. doctor mm-hmm. who did who spent his whole life who spent mm-hmm. his all savings or whole life in search of consciousness and he yeah maybe such it. a yeah it is such a difficult concept because no one can prove it what is consciousness it is uh, one of the most uh, biggest question that humanity uh, can't answer and there will there are very few chances that we will ever be able to answer because you know there are some secrets mm. that universe doesn't want us to know basically i think there are some things that universe will never let us know <laughs> like there are so many possibilities yeah man we don't even know yeah I, like my vision is basically anything is i wouldn't say anything is possible but i i'm i would say i anything that can uh happen can happen <laughs> i mean yeah like so, we we know we know so we know little, so little right? we we can't even say anything yeah. we know so little 
we are so ignorant uh, knowledge yeah. is so less that we can't even comment like i like, you can't deny anything right you will mm-hmm. not be you know some people True. say ghosts can't exist right ghosts mm-hmm. can't exist i i, I completely agree. They, they exist obviously they exist no i would say they exist but i wouldn't say they don't exist my thing is if black holes if supernovas if wormholes can exist theoretically yeah. so on a science base then there the, the ghost is much more less less uh, ridiculous than a black yeah. hole right <laughs> a black yeah. hole is much They're more complex like yeah, yeah. it exists man black holes exist so <laughs> so i wouldn't i would i wouldn't would say this is a big uh, great analogy so my point is basically i wouldn't deny the existence of ghosts just hmm. basic based on the fact that they are so ridiculous because even a black hole is ridiculous man if you think about it hmm. i mean hmm. science does not agree about ghosts because if they agree of the existence of ghosts they will have also they will also have to agree about the existence of god <laughs> and they don't want to do that yeah, yeah that's why a, they are not it's a, it's a scary discussion it's a, a it's like quite it's like a discussion science, in itself yeah it's like science tells us we have uh, we have aliens okay science tells us mm-hmm. we have aliens then there is a chance that there are ghosts because we mm-hmm. have evidences of things that are that does not explain anything that are out of the world experiences some people had that how can you explain yeah, man. that you can't science yeah. can't explain that shit but up to death yeah. no one knows because we are will know we can't say for sure yeah we can't say yeah. for sure but if something for that this can happen for sure if this happen then most likely is an ignorant person and he has mm. delved in all the other possibilities you can't say for certain man not even trying to say for certain some things yeah we have just began to scratch the surface <laughs> scratch the surface right no we have just yeah, yeah. not scratch the surface i would say yeah i think we just stumbled upon something and we are looking at it now my my views is basically uh, we should be both very skeptical and we should be curious yeah. both things Yeah. I don't think it is very healthy so, to you know. Oh, this can't happen. This is impossible. Blah blah blah. And at the same time, we shouldn't say right. Okay, this is the oh, we have found the cure of cancer. We should be in the middle because, ground, basically. Just because yeah. we know or don't know something, that doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't exist. Yeah, we shouldn't be on the extremes. We should be in the middle. I think yeah. this is my. What do we? What do? What do we know? What the fuck do yeah. we know? We are just twenty twenty one year old kids. <laughs> yeah, when. <laughs> Like the world is thirteen point eight billion year old, and the universe is more older than this. So anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. So many possibilities. So if you have heard my other episodes, I do one thing to I ask a question to the guests. Okay, I will ask you to. Okay. So what are the three things you would like to say to our audience that they should do? Okay. Yeah. so the three things that i would say is first of all uh, my take is uh, don't ever stop being curious right when we grow up yeah. uh, our curiosity meters uh, gets uh, very weakened i would say i yeah, that, when that, i see people in their 30s i i see them not yeah. very curious about the world not very curious they're just satisfied with the jobs uh, i would say mm-hmm. that's what i always be curious 
and i wouldn't say meditate uh, every day or uh, i wouldn't say meditate meditation is for everyone but i say hmm. we should keep experimenting second thing is we should keep experimenting if you're finding something okay. new for example if finding hmm. that running is good for you then maybe hmm. try at least for a week who knows maybe it will you will find it uh, that uh, it is good really good for you because hmm. uh, yeah like- I, even i have started running and it feels great so i i i am not thinking uh, everyone should run but my take is everyone should uh, experiment tell okay. uh, basically you're playing a game right and you're when you're playing yeah. a game you try all the tactics right uh, so my yeah. third is uh, this is no hard and fast food but uh, lately i have been trying a free writing uh, but you just also described uh-huh. that you'll write all your thoughts and your uh feelings right on a paper that also helps sometimes you're dealing with if you are if your brain is in a you know a mode that you're feeling mm. very confused so i think yeah, writing does help it, it is also a form of meditation i would say that mm. uh, we should do basically switch off your brain start writing mm. hmm like that's what i was doing right the three things you described like being mm. curious experimenting and learning and writing right yeah. that's the whole point of my this starting this podcast like i want people to be curious again mm. curious yeah, again experiment your things don't listen to anybody just test it your uh, yourself and then dis- decide what yeah, you man, should, you should everyone should put every everything on test i would i would never say this thing definitely do this it it uh, we're all different people right uh, in a way we are all the same but in a way we are all different so doesn't mean if meditation work for me it will work for you also so that's why the experiment yeah. part comes in good experiment if it doesn't who gives a shit if it works then good for you man mm. yeah life is short yeah. <laughs> just do everything you can yeah and nike yeah. nike says is the best right just do it <laughs> yeah that's the <laughs> most yeah apt apt uh quote yeah so thank you for doing this and yeah man thank you I so hope, much man this is my first, this I is my hope, yeah i hope we'll do this in future again like another episode or something sure man you will yeah okay yeah, thank you very very definitely man thank you thank you bye yeah. bye